Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. A couple of things. Number one, welcome to the NCAA tournament. It starts today. And number two, and maybe this in reverse order, happy St. Paddy's Day to you and yours. The day of green. Oh my gosh. I mean, uh, listen, it's a new oh audience, LeVar. You have worn out LeVar Arrington with this music. Uh, I feel like you right now, OQ. I don't yeah. Listen. Like, when you get tired of bits, like, that's where I'm yeah. at right now. No, no, See? I, right I, don't blame me. It's Birdo's playlist. I don't know what to tell you, but this is Bur- Birdo has behind the scenes. Yeah, that's what he's got the, on the, ball, on the wall there. Tired of the bit. All right, well. I, I mean, Ronald McDonald, by the way. What? Yeah, he was number one on the list, by the way. Most, you know, most recognizable. I mean, everywhere you go, there's like the big M, you know, like uh, Ronald But that's McDonald. not Ronald. That's the big arches. That's the golden yeah, arches. That's, that's different. Okay, well, who's, who's associated with, uh, with McDonald's? Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah, Gr- but, Grimace. Yeah, but it's not the old Hamburglar or McGrimace. Uh, okay, so, so why, why did you make it about Ronald McDonald? Because he's the only Irish one in the family. You're not going to hit the racist button on that? What do you mean? You're McDonald. Not, like, it's Grimace going, and, uh, the, and the Hamburglar. All right, whatever. You're tripping out, Jonas. Yeah. You're losing it, man. Yeah. You know what's yeah. weird? Have you noticed? You Here's the reason why I push back on Ronald McDonald. You don't see him that much anymore. Oh, he's, a little creepy. That all. Is. he's a little creepy. Well, okay, so I, I think starting in, like, 2016, you started seeing him less and less. Because wasn't there that like clown sighting thing that was going on oh yeah uh where people were dressing up as clowns and like walking around and scaring uh because, yes. of, the, because of the it or wasn't it it and not the movie well it, yeah. yeah that yeah. movie too but it was around that time where people were like there was like this 2016 clown sightings thing yeah i swear it was yeah. the weirdest thing but they, they, clowns do creep me out. Why yeah, did they do away with Mac tonight? His big old half moon head. <laughs> you remember him playing the you piano? You remember that on the moon? Yeah. His yeah. moon head yeah. was on the moon playing the piano. <laughs> Why? What happened to him? Because you know I, I he was no clue. It, it, uh, I was about to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, there it is. I mean, you said uh, using all kind. Of, what about the McRib? You know. What about the McNugget? Why aren't the, why aren't they on the list? Yeah, why are, they should yeah, be on I mean, why aren't they on the list? Because if it's all about the mix, why why aren't they on the list? Because it's the the overarching, uh, you know, no pun intended, is uh, Ronald McDonald. I what mean, about so we could, that? Is an overarching a Mick a Mick uh, a Mick Fillet? Uh, yeah, Mick you know, Fillet. A Mick Fish. Yeah, yeah Mick Fish. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Uh, listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I just you got to narrow it down to one, and Ronald McDonald gets gets the nod over Brady Quinn. It a was fish, close. A fish fillet. Listen, it, it was a, it was a photo finish. Who was going to be the most uh, recognizable, uh, you know, person of Irish descent uh, according to this show? And um, I, you know, I'm sorry to say, I mean, down to the wire. 
Look, that was the interesting thing is, according to this show, Ronald yeah. McDonald, who we've never referenced until this point, ended up winning out. Well, That's crazy. I don't man. know. Listen, I mean, uh, LeVar's just mad because Xavier McDaniel didn't make the top five. I don't know why. I don't know why you have to attack I just right thought there. it was funny that he was ex- <laughs> honorable mention. I thought it was. I thought it was the funniest thing that didn't get caught. Like, like, <laughs> so it probably bad. went over so many people's head. <laughs> I heard it, it so good. It's, it's just so hey, bad. Lamar, much like how you know, there's certain things like you, you didn't feel uncomfortable weighing in on today. That was one of the, that <laughs> s was funny as hell to me. I just was like in my mind, I was like, oh, did anybody else out there catch that this man just said Xavier McDaniel? Like, wow, oh, man. Well, uh, man, Xavier McDaniel. Daniel back in the day. He I mean, was who a didn't tough love the bitch, X man. Come on. He's he a great. tough dude, bro. Um, all right. So uh let's uh you know, venturing into the NFL waters here. But he was um, not Irish. Oh uh, <laughs> you know, let you know. But maybe uh, he was. Yeah, the uh the situation with Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, as we talked about earlier, he is torn between these four destinations uh, that he's thinking about, whether it's Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, and then also the Cleveland Browns. Um Chris Mortensen had a report out that uh, regardless of what happens with uh, Deshaun Watson, that the Browns are planning to move on from Baker Mayfield. Well, they probably have to at this point, right? <sighs> okay, That's a detonation. Do they have to, though? They don't have to. But they detonated the relationship. Because what what is a what what's the better option if you don't get Deshaun Watson? What's the better option at quarterback for the Browns over Baker Mayfield? That's out there. I mean, someone that's not going to be disgruntled. Okay. Well, do you do you bring in Jameis Winston? He's yet to sign. Eesh. He's recovering from an ACL. He showed some improvement and promise. He is a former number one overall pick, like Baker Mayfield. Eesh. I, I, you could say that, but like, well, like in in, 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 honest, in all honesty, to answer Jonas's question, what is your recourse there? What do Eesh. you do besides essentially tanking, Gar- which you're not going to tank because your roster is too good? Garoppolo. I mean, you could say Jimmy G, and I, I think if I was Jimmy G, in that system, he could perform really, really well. Yeah. Jordan but Love, you don't know if he's coming back with his shoulder. I, I'd rather take a flyer on Jimmy G than Jordan Love, mm. unless Green Bay's willing to part with him for not much. Which I think that price right now, they still want to recoup what they lost or, or what they traded up to to get for him. And so I, I think they still want to give it a year. I, I think if you wait another year then that asking price goes down a lot further because of his expense, and we're assuming Rodgers plays the whole year and plays well. Mm. I just can't believe it's gotten to this point. Honest, honestly, I just assume that, hey, man, you know, last year, down year, but they made the playoffs the year before, uh, you know, injuries, all this stuff. Uh, you know, you, you look for a bounce-back performance, and then now we're hearing, no, this is it. Like, even if they don't get Deshaun Watson, this is just it. So I, I just – is there a quarterback in the draft maybe that they've looked at and said, okay, that's somebody we feel like can step in and immediately be a better option than Baker Mayfield? There's like, a few. There's a few I, in the draft. But, but, in but this step draft? in and be better, like, again, I mean, that's, you know, if you're looking for a rookie to step in and be better right away immediately, I mean, how how realistic is that? Why why would you want? I, that's what why I can't would you figure want a it rookie out. To be that good, that's why you know? I, I I can't figure out like where this just turned I mean. into. It might not be about being better than Baker is right now. It might be about getting a guy that can be better for your future possibly. So if that is a draft pick, then you would have to assume you got to give them time. But as as it's being mentioned, their their roster is set 
to be able to win right now. Can so, I ask this? Do you guys think Keenum, because Keenum came in and played in two separate spots this year, and he didn't play bad. I mean, he, he didn't necessarily do anything that was outstanding. They did, they did get two wins. He played well enough to get them a couple wins. Do you think they looked at him coming in and stepping in for Baker? And granted, again, Baker's banged up, but as Lamar and I have talked about, like there's no loyalty in the NFL. Nope. So if you're going to go out there and play – there's no one who's going to you know, use that caveat like, oh, well, he was playing banged up. They don't care. It's what's on paper. It's what's on film. But if you look at Case Keenan when he came in, he played okay. And, and they got two wins. They were, I think, 2-0 and when, when Keenan was the starter. And I, just, I look at it and I go, oh. I mean, maybe, maybe they watched what, what happened when Keenan went in. They're like, well, we're not getting that much difference with Baker. Maybe we don't have the right guy. And we don't want to commit to him long term for the type of money teams are paying. We'd rather go back into the draft or try to find someone else that we can find in a more economical deal. Keenum and Stefanski were together in Minnesota when they went to the NFC title game, right? I, bl- I believe so. Okay. Stefanski was there, but I think he was maybe a little further down. So, the- so maybe there's – because, look, it, I remember we, we talked about the time when they made the decision to go to Kirk Cousins. It was like, well, I mean – He was the QB coach. Yeah. So, you, yeah. You kind of had some success with Case Keenum. I mean, they went farther than they've gone with Kirk Cousins. And I, and I get, like, they – you know, flute game, you know, Marcus Williams, who, you know, saw a ghost uh, and, uh, you know, gave out that Minneapolis miracle and all that. But, I mean, they went to an NFC title game with Case Keenum. He played really well. I think he was 11-3 and three or something like that that year i just i I mean maybe that's it maybe we're just you know thinking too uh, too far down the road and and they've got an answer there that that kevin stefanski prefers over over baker mayfield i don't know it just the whole thing is crazy i think you had to be comfortable and confident enough to detonate the relationship it was not going to be the same returning back from saying we're going to interview Deshaun Watson and see if we can get him to come to Cleveland. It's not going to ever be the same between Baker Mayfield and Cleveland. It's just not. So what do you do from there? I mean, again, the idea of and, – and Pop, Papa Dakis said it yesterday, and I tend to agree with it. We've gotten so far away from thinking about this from the business side of it that we look at it from the – maybe the, the, the personal side of it, the entitled side of it. Like, who cares what Baker feels? It doesn't matter what he feels. In this scenario, you have a job to do, and you have that job until either we don't want you to have it, we replace you, or you know we fire you, whatever it may be. So do your job. So it really shouldn't be the whole idea of, oh, well, they said that they were interested in another quarterback, interviewed that quarterback to see if they wanted that quarterback. Now there's no relationship between them and their current quarterback. Like that's kind of, you know, that's new school. That's that's really new school. You could be bothered by the fact that they went and interviewed somebody else, but you're always this is one thing you know as a pro. The moment you come in, if you make a lot of money, they're looking for somebody who can do your job for less money. That like that's that's general rule of thumb. That's that's business though. That's hey, business. Football. That's yeah. business. That's business. So if they're interviewing someone that they feel can come in and fill your position, which is not for less money, but they feel as though he's qualified to do a much better job than what your current guy is, then you got to accept that and you got to see what your options are within whatever the given scenario is. 
That's business, and there shouldn't be a there shouldn't be a problem with it. But there shouldn't be a problem when a player does what they want to do because they're handling their business and they're making the best decision for for what their agenda is. Just keep the same energy when it's not an organization doing it; it's a player doing it. Yeah, that's it's, all. Uh, it, this is uh, just wild. I, just thinking back, if you were to go a couple years ago, you had three teams from the that division go to the playoffs. You had the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns, and the Bengals were the laughing stock, and they had an injured quarterback. And that less than two years later, we've got you know Cincinnati just coming out of a Super Bowl. The Bang, uh, the Browns don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback. The Steelers don't have any answers, and the Ravens are coming off a subpar oh, the season. The Steelers just, have an answer. Trubisky? Yes. Yeah, I like Mitch Trubisky. Don't count him uh, out, man. Let's let's go through, by the way, that draft class in 2018. Because there's five quarterbacks taken in the first round. We haven't seen that in quite some time. Josh Allen is the only one to truly agree to a a real, what we'd say is a a long-term extension where he's gotten paid. Yeah. Now, Lamar, that's a different story. I mean, he he will and, and will most likely sign one at some point, but hasn't yet. Obviously, Josh Rosen has struggled given his circumstances. Darnold, same thing. And now Baker Mayfield. I mean, th- three of those guys are going to be now with a new team within their rookie deals. And then yeah. the, the next quarterback taken after Lamar Jackson was Mason Rudolph, who I would assume is going to get beaten out, or at least it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky. And, oh, by the way, you're probably getting a quarterback in the draft, too, to that group. So that's the first six quarterbacks taken in that 2018. Think about it. Just 2018. That's four years of of, of, four seasons. And that's where you're at with that class. When we looked at it saying, you know, we had five guys taken in the first round, the first time in a long time. That's amazing. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, and you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. All right, coming up next, uh, it's the big story in the NFL. What happens next? Our insider will weigh in with some information on that. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, uh, again, we'll call it 20 minutes from now, the BQ News starring Brady Quinn. Uh, but right now, the star of this segment is none other than Albert O'Brien, a senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, what's happening? Happy St. Paddy's Day, start of the NCAA tournament. How are we feeling? Well, thanks for saying happy St. Patrick's Day to me. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit more than a quarter Irish, so mm. big day for me. That counts. There you go. Yeah, Listen, all that right, Albert. Count, right? You're yeah, going to be counts. full yeah. Irish by the end of the day. You know, <laughs> all them pubs, you know, pubs and suds. Hey, uh, Albert, what's uh, from people you talk to? How are we feeling about uh, Deshaun Watson? Is uh, Does anybody have an advantage, or is it still the wait and see? Yeah, you know, I, I think the the four teams that are involved are all pretty serious about it, and I, I, uh, you know, like they, they've they've all done their homework. All four of those teams have had their security people on, and a couple of those teams have had private investigators on the ground in Houston, you know, for over a year. And you know, obviously, they wouldn't have been allowed permission by the Texans if they hadn't made serious offers. The Panthers are the one to me 
where there's pressure from ownership to get it done. And they've been sort of locked into this for a long, long time. And so if you asked me, like, who I think is making the most serious push for Deshaun Watson, it would probably be the Carolina Panthers. I don't know that at the end of the day they're going to be the one that Deshaun's going to pick, though. Like, I think if there are, you know, I think if there's one team that has the most offer from a football standpoint, it's the Cleveland Browns. And that's where I think it gets a little bit complicated because I don't think the Texans, if everything is equal, want to trade Deshaun in the conference. And so, you know, I think all three of those teams are – I think that the Saints, the Browns, the, um, you know, the, the, the Panthers are all very, very serious about this and have put their best foot forward. The Falcons were a little bit of a latecomer to the party. It's just because of, like, the – I think that the moving parts here where you have the trade compensation piece of it, what the Texans want to do as far as where they want to place him, and then where Deshaun wants to go, um, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's complicated, and I think all four of these teams are still alive. And I put, like, I put the three ahead of the Falcons right now, but we'll see what happens. So what happens with uh, Baker Mayfield now? It seems like no matter what, if Cleveland gets Deshaun Watson or not, they're moving on from him, or maybe he's moving on. It feels that way, Brady. You know, I, I think coming into all of this, they they had a plan to go after Deshaun Watson when the season ended. But, I, you know, I think that they were hopeful that maybe they'd be able to thread the needle, right? Like, and that they would be able to explain this in a in, in a in, in a logical way to, to Baker Mayfield where they say this is a unique opportunity where we have a 26-year-old quarterback who's under contract for the next four years who's been a top-five quarterback in the league. So this isn't a shot at you. This is just a very unique opportunity that's landed here. Uh, but you and I both know how Baker was going to take that. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't think, I'm sure in his head, he's anything less than Deshaun Watson. And so, you know, I think from the beginning, this was always going to be, like, how does Baker react to it, more so than how the Browns see it. Because I don't think the Browns would be totally out on Baker Mayfield if he were able to handle this a certain way. You know, after what happened the other night with the message, whether or not we've reached the point of no return, I don't know. But it certainly feels like it's going that way now. And so, you know, if they, the Browns don't wind up with Deshaun Watson, you know, obviously they're going to have to consider whether or not it's, 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 it's at all manageable to have Baker as your quarterback in 2022. And if it's not – you know, then obviously they're going to have to go down the road of looking at, at, at potential options like Jimmy Garoppolo um, that might be out there. A.B., I, I've got to do it because we're talking quarterbacks. And it seems to be, obviously, enough teams looking to fill either a need in terms of maybe the vacancy of it or possibly even just trying to move on from who they have, you know, like a, a Ryan. It, you know, we, it was reported that Kaepernick wants to get back in. It was it, They showed the video. At this point, if an NFL insider reports on it, you know, just just by the trade, you, you tell me, was there is there any type of validity from any team's on the inside that could be interested in that possibility or is this just you know what it's something to cover it's the off season 
and it'll get clicks. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, LeVar, I, I just don't know that it's going to happen. I mean, Seattle would be the one where you would look at them and say, all right, like they've actually shown interest before and like they've done their homework on him and they have an opening now. Um, and they are the type of team, if you look at their history, to take shots on guys, you know. Um, and they've taken these, they, they, they've taken shots on guys who've been out of football before. Um, you know, you, you guys can remember, like, Brian Banks, you know what I mean, like, in his story. And so, like, if there's a team that was going to do it, it would be Seattle. I just think the way most, for right or, right or wrong, I just think the way most coaches and most executives look at these sorts of things is, I just like if you if you're if you want to bring extra attention onto yourself, you're going to be doing it for a great player, you know. And with backup quarterbacks, a lot of the time, like you want the guy to just blend in with the furniture. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but like in in most cases, when teams are looking at who they want to bring in to to back up their starter. It's a guy who can be a resource to the starter. It's a guy who can come in and play in the same system as the starter. You know, it's a guy who can be maybe a resource to other players in the team. And it's a guy, for the most part, that nobody's ever going to notice. And, you know, unfortunately for Colin Kaepernick, because of his story, that's not really what he is. Um, and if he goes somewhere, he's going to bring a lot of attention with him, and there's going to be a lot that goes with having him on the team. And, again, for, for better or worse, I think most coaches and executives will look at that sort of thing. And if they're looking at Colin Kaepernick versus, you know, whoever it is, you know, as, 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 as a backup quarterback, as, like Chase Daniel, they'll say, well, give me Chase Daniel because Chase Daniel isn't going to bring anything extra with him. It's just going to be a player on the team. And, again, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I'm, I think over the last couple of years, as this thing has sort of calmed down a little bit, I think that's, you know, a big reason why – you wouldn't see Colin Kaepernick on a team. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here uh, on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we haven't talked to you since this came out last uh, Sunday night, but uh, Tom Brady is back. I know when we were talking during uh, later in the season, you got the sense that, yeah, it feels like the way he's talking about retirement, this is it. So, I don't know if the question should be what changed in the time since he retired or what forced him to retire to begin with. What are you hearing from people in and around Tampa? Yeah, you know, there's part of me that wonders, guys, if he wanted it to look forced. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I I, I think there were some frustrations at the end of last year for him. Um, And, like, I think that those frustrations probably existed over the two years in Tampa where he was used to doing things a certain way. And it was sort of on him to create those. Wow, that was loud. Um, it, create, it, was, it was on him to create some of those things, um, you know, in Tampa on his own, you know. And so, like, I, you know, I think for him, for him in, this, in, in that situation coming out of, um, coming out of it, like, I, I think he wanted to look at all of his options. And I don't think he wanted people sort of hovering over him in the six weeks following the season. And so whether or not that was seeing if Tampa would trade him somewhere else, if there was opportunity somewhere else, if Tampa would make any sort of changes around him, um, you know, I think that was a huge part of it. Like, and being able to do that without having people, you know, asking, is he in, is he out for six weeks? I think that was sort of the idea here. And, 
you come back now and it uh, and 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 I think at the combine, you know, Tampa made it very clear, and I don't think it was any mistake that they were very they were very forward about it. We're not trading him. It takes first five first round picks to get him out of here. We're leaving the light on for him. All the messaging that came out of the combine was if Tom Brady's going to play again in 2022, it's going to be for the Bucks. I think Brady came to the realization it was going to have to be in Tampa. And because of the amount of free agents that they had, he knew, well, if I don't make this decision now, then a lot of these guys, the Carlton Davises, the Ryan Jensen's, those guys are going to leave. And then if I want to come back, I'm going to be walking into a much worse situation. So I think Tampa sort of effectively made it clear to him, if you're going to play anywhere in 2022, it's going to be here and it's going to be for Bruce Arians. And I just think it took some time for Brady to come come to peace with that part of it um, before deciding he wanted to play. And he knew that he had to make that decision ahead of the start of free agency or else he'd probably be working it, walking into a much worse situation for himself. Albert, quickly from me, you got some really good free agent players who are still out there on the market. Tron Armstead, for example, uh, to the best mm-hmm. of my knowledge, not much of a buzz around him. I know he's had a hard time staying healthy. What's the thought on him? And then Allen Robinson, a guy who I'm, I'm really high on, um, doesn't yeah. seem to have the market that I think he thought he was going to have. Yeah, you know what I think part of it is, too, Brady, is like if you look at a lot of the top names this year, they're third contract guys, which is unusual because normally the guys who get, you know, the big paydays of free agents or free agency or at the top of these lists are second contract guys. Um, and if you look down the list of guys this year, the two guys you mentioned, Allen Robinson, Teron Armstead, Chandler Jones, Von Miller, there were a lot of guys this year who are third contract guys who are older guys. Those guys have already made their money. And those guys, ha- those guys don't, don't have to feel like I got to jump when somebody offers me the kind of payday that I've been waiting my whole life for. And so, you know, I think for those guys, that group of third contract veterans, those guys have the freedom to sit and kind of survey the landscape and talk to teams and maybe take a little bit more of an old school approach to free agency. So I think that's why Chandler Jones and Von Miller took a little bit longer to come off the board because they felt the freedom to take, to be patient. And I think these two guys, Teron Armstead and Allen Robinson, are sort of in the same boat. Um, Robinson is going to be interesting. I don't know if the market was quite there the way he wanted it to be. And he's still just 28 years old. So could he take a one-year deal somewhere, go play really well, and then come back at 29 and, and, and take another swing at it? He does have the option to do that. And then I think with Armstead – a big piece of this is seeing what the Saints wind up doing at quarterback. And if they wind up with Deshaun Watson, I think he winds up back there. If they don't wind up with Deshaun Watson, I think other teams have a good shot at landing him. So I think Tron Armstead's in one of those places, but one of those places where, again, like he has that, that freedom to wait to see what's happening or wait to wait, wait to wait to, you know, kind of talk to teams about things, but there's also the freedom to sit there and see what's going to happen with the team that he's been a part of and whether or not they're, they're able to land the big fish at quarterback. Uh, Albert Breer, uh, quickly before we let you go, uh, any, a lot of young whip, whippersnappers out there that uh, maybe aren't as, uh, you know, not, they're not up on game, as LeVar likes to put it, when it comes to uh, St. Paddy's Day and how to celebrate. Uh, any tips for the, the young crowd out there on how to properly celebrate a St. Paddy's Day from all your years of uh, investment into the holiday? Yeah, just be careful about, like, be careful about your start time, I would say, because 
if you come shot out of a cannon at like 10 a.m., <laughs> that can create major issues for you. I got a good story for you guys. Like I, there was a there was a St. Patrick's Day. Uh, this was in my 20s when I woke up. On I woke up passed out on my couch with McDonald's fries all over my chest. <laughs> And I looked over at the clock, and it was 8 p.m. So, you guys, I, I'm just, I, 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 I was told, I was told that I had pulled the Irish exit at the bar, which I guess was appropriate, right? And somehow I had made my way to McDonald's and got home and taken a nap and woken up, and it was only 8 p.m. So, be careful about your start time out there, kids. This is a long time ago. Those days are behind me. But be careful about your start time. Uh, hold on Good now. Advice. Were you done at 8 or did you rally yeah. and go back out? See, 8 is still that sweet spot time where you slept it off. You yeah, you, brushed off, you, bru- yeah. <laughs> you brushed off. You brushed off the old French fries and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And you looked around and you said, Time for round two. <laughs> that's what we used. Hey, hey, that that's what we used to call a double header back in the day. Yeah, double header. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with a double yeah. header, sir. Oh, yeah, man. and I, I I may or may not have participated in the nightcap that night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. <laughs> Albert, always appreciate it, man. We'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. There he is, uh, the great Albert Breer. Uh, It is two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. It's the BQ News, and it's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I feel nervous messing with it. I don't mess with it. <laughs> what? Feel nervous messing problem? with it. Cause, man, you know, I like to respect it. Racist. Yeah, thank you. What do you thank mean? You. <laughs> I was being non. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's too pro. I was respecting the heritage of it. Like, the, you know. <laughs> It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We are going to be back on the air tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. We will nurse you through whatever uh, St. Paddy's Day hangover you might have. Uh, Also, uh, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. Right now, it's time for this. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. All right. It's obviously one of my favorite days of the entire year, St. Patrick's Day. For those listening, happy St. Patrick's Day out there. Uh, Everyone's Irish Day, so Aaron go bra. But uh, some New York bars, which obviously the city of New York uh, tends to put on one fantastic show. Uh, Apparently, in one particular article I'm reading, they're preparing for green vomit. Yes, green vomit, as there uh, there will be plenty of beers out there, uh, bars that are dying the beer green. 
So I'll ask you guys, have you had green beer before? Yes. And have you experienced the after effects? Yeah, it's uh, I'm not a big fan, uh, just the food coloring inside the green beer. And also from uh, working in a bar, like you get that in like your uh, your the, your fingernails and it like stays there for like a, a day or two. Like it just yeah. uh, it's not uh, not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. I was fine. Well, OK. I mean, you mean you didn't you weren't peeing green the next day? Uh, no, there were. I mean, I was fine. I mean, I, the app side effects of that. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, you know, come out, you know, come out of my face with that. I didn't puke or anything, you know. Yeah. That's all I was saying. Are you guys I was a, fine. Are you Irish car bomb fans? Big fan of an Irish car I do bomb? An Irish yeah, car bomb. I'm not yeah. a fan. I, I will do it. One. I no, I'll do it. Today. One. And that's that. Yeah. 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 Right, I do a yeah. car bomb. Yeah. All right. All right you know. Let's, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about we uh, we move on to a former athlete who dropped bombs, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Um, he he's uh, he's selling a new line of cannabis gummies, and they're shaped like a bitten ear. In a nod <laughs> to, uh, oh wow, I guess his most notorious moment in the ring, which is yeah. really sad to say. Yep. But Man, could you it wasn't imagine? Notorious. You imagine if uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was still around? I mean, I don't know what that the correlation to the, that in Mike Tyson. Well, would eating be, but, flesh, you know. Well, I get, I, yeah. I, I mean, I got what you were thinking. I just don't understand why you verbalized it. That that was all. Well, I mean, Mike Tyson's, you know, making a buck off uh, biting some guy, uh, you know, piece of flesh off a guy. You know, I yeah. mean, just figured, you know. If, if, I mean, uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to buy the half bitten air gummy. To, yeah. to experience feeling like Iron Mike. Now I don't. Yeah. I don't. I've never smoked <laughs> weed before. I don't know. I've never taken a gummy, obviously either. Okay. So are there different? Yes. Like, like levels of like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are different. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah. some that are like. I just uh, figured I'd save you from that, Q. That's all. That's all that was. I just figured <laughs> I save anybody else that was from. Yes, there are differences. Okay. I've read that. Yeah. I've seen I, it on television. I watched I, by the Friday. Way, I completely. Can I tell you, recant the story of when I watched that fight? I was. Uh, I, my, my uncle was like, what, 16, 17 years older than me. So he's almost like an older brother. He's had a huge impact on my life. And at that time, I was there at, at his place. He had a bunch of buddies over there watching it. He went irate. He called pay-per-view or I guess the cable company to say he wasn't paying for the fight because they were so mad that the fight ended because of that. And then their guys were saying it was fixed, all this stuff. I just, I just remember as a young kid watching it being, being almost as entertained by their reaction to the bite as anything else. And as a kid, I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, I get that. Like, he was in a fight. He just wanted to bite the guy's ear. He was so mad. Like, that's how I justified it. Like, well, looking back on it, it was kind of odd. Well, and also, Tyson couldn't beat him. He, well, there's that. But Tyson's claim was legit. I mean, he was getting headbutted the entire fight. I mean, Evander was. Holyfield was using his head the entire fight. And he was frustrated. And he complained about it. And there was nothing happening. So he said, you know what? Let me just spit uh, out my mouthpiece and go. Next time somebody hits me in my head, I'm, I'm going for their air. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, well, let me just say this. I um, I should be careful on this show because we, we've mentioned a number of things about the Ukraine-Russian war, and uh, you got to be careful what you say about Putin. Yeah. Uh, there was a Russian model who he happened to trash Vladimir Putin and, uh, on social media, and she's been recently found dead in a suitcase. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. you got wow. to be careful about what you say out there. I believe um, she referred to him as a psychopath. Oh, wow. I mean, and then just came up uh, traveling. Yep. Was it too soon for that? Was like, it too uh, soon to say that? Like, 
just came up uh, traveling. Yeah, like, just, just like ready to go. Like uh, in the bag. How did they? Uh, who found it? Was it like well, one of the apparently, apparently her her boyfriend is actually confessing to this to what had happened, but there's some conspiracy theories out there, Jonas, that I'm sure you love that are kind of saying otherwise. Well, I mean, listen, uh, happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. oh, come yeah. on. You end on that note? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, I mean, was the suitcase green? I mean, oh, it, it actually gosh. was. Well, it okay, actually I'm was. Just, listen. Oh, oh my well, God. I'm trying to keep with the, the thread of the show oh, here. Oh, oh, you guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.